<laughs> Two slices and a little sawing. <laughs> oh, God. What? Yeah. And uh, she was a re- relentless bitch at the very end. Welcome to Peaked Curiosity, where today we are talking about Mary, Queen of Scots, and the Scottish monarchy. What do you have to say, John? Well, uh, it is not my turn this time. I'm very happy about that. Abby has been putting this off for a little bit, but, um, you know, she. Uh, it, it is safe to say that she did less than me. That is a lie. I have two full pages of research here for the topic, so... We won't go into specifics. I also listened to a book... So you're I listened I listened to my brain. Wow. Oh my god, that's so much work. I can't believe you listened to your brain. Okay, okay. Just uh okay. roll the intro. Boom. No, we're not that we're doing the intro before this. The oh. intro's been rolled. Oh, oh. Okay, so today we're talking about a topic that I love to talk about because I love royalty, but I know a lot of people can find it boring. So I'm going to try my best to make it interesting. But um, if you don't know who Mary Queen of Scots is, she is one of the most famous female monarchs. Um, you know, at the time she reigned, she was her, wow, what, what, I'm already tripping over my words. Uh, her, she reigned at the same time um, as Queen Elizabeth I. They're actually cousins. So, you have to know about Queen Elizabeth I because she was one of the most famous queens of all time. They killed each other. Okay, we'll get to that later. You're jumping the gun a little bit. That's a little rude. <sighs> anyway, so. Anyway, a little bit, I wait, was wait, talking! Wait. I, I want to do one thing. <laughs> okay, say what you have to say. Funny enough, we didn't. I did an ancestry thing, and apparently we're related to like a Scottish um, family or something that's like rich. Wow. I wow. So I'm saying we So can I get in on that now? Like can I have a piece of that not wealth? That's how it works. We're very distant. Okay, so we don't get a piece of that gold. Okay, just Oh no. Okay. Abby continue. You cut me off. Okay, anyway. So Mary Queen of Scots is a she was the last queen before Scot- Scotland was kind of absorbed into England. And there is actually a TV show, and I didn't want to mention this because a lot of people are very critical of it, but Rain on Netflix is a TV show that is not accurate at all, but it's basically like a telling of Mary Queen of Scots and her story, which is not accurate, but if you're interested in it, you can go watch it. Uh, it's pretty good if you don't, if you, if you don't, if you're not a stickler for being historically accurate, it's kind of interesting, but if you are, I would not recommend it. It actually is a movie too. Oh yes, there is a movie. I forget what it's called. It's um, just Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, it's just oh, but I think that I've seen the movie too, and I think it's a, a story about both of them. But in the movie, they meet, which it did not happen. We don't know that. Well, in the records, it shows that they never met. So maybe they met. I don't think they ever did, but it said it said that they never did. But anyway, whatever. It's more historical. So, I'm going to start with a brief history. Actually, you tell me. Do you want me to start and kind of tell you how... Because we're going to... It was the Scottish monarchy and Mary, Queen of Scots, and I kind of want to go over how the titles work in England. Well, 
this is a cop-out because I, I want to talk about how the titles and kind of levels of hierarchy work in England. Do that first. Do, do that before we dig into Mary Queen of Scots. Because I feel like, you know, most people know about Queen, right? And yeah. Then maybe some will know about Dukes, but they don't know what they their roles are inside the, the royalty yeah. community. of. Well, I'm going to talk about it. A little bit, you know, how it was in the past, but it's a lot different now. Oh. So we'll get into that. But the whole idea of kind of titles in England is called peerage, which is funny. So if you want to Google kind of what these different titles mean, which we're going to talk about it, but if you want to Google it, it's called British peerage. I think I'm saying that right. It looks like peerage, but it's not. It's P E E R A G E. St. Pierage, whatever. So anyway, we have, of course, the king and the queen, the highest in the ranks. Um, They're basically born into that. You can't receive that title at all. So king and queen, obvious. Um, So the next kind of level you have are barons. Wait, is that right? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Dukes. Dukes. Wow, that was bad. I I'm Great in my first step. <laughs> in my notes this I have t- barons before dukes this, and that's wrong. This shows how much research she did and oh how much God. time which you know I gave her we gave her extra days you know and all that. So. Wow, okay. Anyway, um right below <laughs> right below the king and queen are dukes and duchesses. So, um King Edward III created the first title of Duke in 1337, and that was the Duke of Cornwall, currently Prince Charles's title. Um, and the um, King Edward III awarded this title to his son, I thought was funny, otherwise called the Black Prince. Nice. <laughs> that was what he was known as. I don't know if he was black. I don't think he was. <laughs> I think it's funny that it was the Black Prince. Like, why? Yeah. I don't know. It's 1337 <laughs> or whatever you said, so it was a little early in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, after dukes and duchesses, we have barons, which um, barons are pretty interesting, but the historically, witch. they were the king's advisors, um, and they would be known today as people who were, were in the House of Lords. So. I'll kind of explain what the House of Lords is in a minute, but um, they were people who advised the king. So, but now they're much different. So now the titles of the previous barons have been passed down, but they've just evolved to mean different things. So we have that, um, and then we have the Marquess or the Marquise or the Marquis. I don't know how you say it. Marquise. Marquise. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, but that was introduced by King Richard II in the 14th century. And fun fact for you, Anne Boleyn was the only woman to be made a marioness, that's what it's called, um, just before her marriage to King Henry VIII. So she was the only woman to ever be awarded that title of Marquess, marioness, that's what it's called. Um, But yeah. And then after that, we have Viscount in the 15th century, and Viscounts are, you know, just the lowest on the ranking, so... They own property, and they're kind of, um, they have a title, but they're not as important as barons, and they just own a, so these titles are kind of dispersed by land, so you have, they kind of reside over a certain amount of land. Duke of Cornwall, obviously, Cornwall is the land that he kind of represents. They're almost like representatives, and they represent 
each piece of land in the House of Lords. So the House of Lords um, is basically a representative, and they represent their part of England or whatever in government. So they have a say in the different acts that are passed and the different bills that are passed, and they have... Well, actually, they're not bills because... Or maybe they are bills. I don't know how quite how it works. But anyway, they have a say in what is done in the government in England. Um, but they're of royal... They're of, like, high ranking. So they're in, they're so, in the House of Lords. But in the British government, they have two different of houses. Kind of okay. of My notes were out of order, so I got it all wrong. And it's also pretty but, confusing, so I'm sorry. On, but one second. the correct order... Before we get back to talking about the House of Commons and the House of Lords. Anyway, the correct order of nobility is Duke, Marquess, Earl, Marquise. slash Count, Viscount, and Baron. Baron is actually the least. I totally messed that up. That is so embarrassing. This is like... It's confusing, so don't blame me. But anyway, I now officially, you. this is what Britannica, Britannica says. Duke, Marquess, Earl... Marquise. Oh! It's... Marquess? I'm pretty sure it's Marquise. I think it's French, so you can say, I don't Marquise. care, it doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure it's Marquise. Earl slash Count, Viscount, and Baron. So anyway, I got the order wrong. Baron is like the least noble of them all, and I was saying aren't, that they're like second to Duke. Aren't so Baron's that's, like really rich? I, they have a, you know, they have a title, so they have land and wealth, but I don't know if they're as wealthy as like a Duke. How wealthy is a duke? Well, the dukes are closely related to the crown, so the dukes will live in, like, castles, not castles, but, like, really official houses and stuff. Because <laughs> I know, okay, you have castles, right? You have... Right. You have... That still exists. I'm talking about today. Oh. Right. So you have... They do go to different... Ca like, they, they still live in castles, the royals. They can travel around and they go to different castles. But they also, you know, Buckingham Palace is like a palace, but it's not a castle, so it's a palace. They live in official... You know what I'm trying so to I, say. I, you know okay. what I'm trying to say! A, I have a question. What? Oh, from 13-whatever to the now-day uh, royalty... Have the positions gained or lessened in power? Let they've lost power. How so? Well, I mean, now you kind of have the government, and it's different because the people are seeing that having a sole ruling monarch is not beneficial. So obviously, they're losing power, and they, you know, what they do. So, the Life Peerage Act of 1958 actually. Um, gave the ability to award titles to people in Parliament. So if, um, before that, it was mostly the king and the queen that could really award people titles. But after that, Parliament was really the people. They it broadened, so you know Parliament could award <laughs> well, oh. to people titles. Okay. But okay, anyway, back to the House of Commons and the House of Lords. Very basic, but there are two houses. Like we have the House of Representatives and the Senate in America, just a little different. The House of Commons are common people that represent, you know, just the common people, and the common people have a say in the government. Common um, folk. Common folk. <laughs> and then you have the House of Lords, which is basically, um, you know, people who have titles mm. and who oversee certain um, parts of land. Okay. Um, They're representatives of people. So, so 
question. Yes. Um, I feel like I'm getting this totally wrong. It's so confusing. It really is. And I tried my best. Okay, but okay. that's as best as it, I can get it right now. So if that's I get okay. small details wrong, I'm sorry. But so, it's confusing. So the queen and king and all the, the people, they had a lot more power back then. Now, how drastically has the power changed in terms of like, okay, what is the queen allowed to do now? Now she is you know, pretty much just a face for the country. She doesn't have many things to do. She kind of just interacts with the people and makes the government look good. She has not, she doesn't really have a say. She in, can't off with her head. No, she can't. She doesn't have as much power as people think. Mm -hmm. So not as powerful and for a good reason, because having a one, one person rule over an entire country and have too much power, that's like a dictatorship and that's scary. So um, obviously, an evolved government is not going to have too much power to one person. Okay. Well, uh, let's talk about... Uh, the Mary, Queen of Scots? Yes, please! Okay, Mary, Queen of Scots. Um, she also known as Mary Stuart. So, um, she was this Queen of Scotland from December 14th, 1542, until her forced abdication from Scotland. She didn't die in 1567, but she was abdicated in 1567. When did she die? Um, she died a couple of years, well, she Did, died at age 44. Didn't she get executed? Yes, and we will get into that. Okay. Um, anyway, she ruled for a whole 25 years before she was abdicated, so that's a okay chunk of time. That's not a crazy amount of time, but, you know. For a queen back then? It was pretty, it was good. pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, not as long as Queen Elizabeth, though, so. How long did she live? Um, a lot longer than Mary. Did she ever get murdered, or did she... No, she died of, like, old age. Um, yeah. Um, so, anyway, Mary became queen at just six months old when her father, King James V, died um, from a fever. Pretty pussy move. <laughs> <laughs> you died from a fever, you freaking pussy. <laughs> king with all your servants and vaccine. Freaking died from a freaking fever. You freaking fever. But I read something that said he supposedly died from grief after seeing so many of his men die in battle, so he, which is interesting, he had, um, a heart attack. It's not, uh, <laughs> it said a heart it attack it's within not, a. It's not as is it st? Was it PTSD? PTSD. Yeah, yeah, that. Anyway, oh, B PTSD British. I mean PTSD. Scottish. Scottish PTSD? is it SPTSD? What is Brit? Because there's Britain in England. It was England oh, at the time. Not yeah. Okay, so England. Great Britain is when kind of Scotland was absorbed into. You'll, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, so um, Mary at six week six weeks old was sent to France by her mother Mary of Guise um, to be raised Catholic, which would later raise conflict between her and Queen Elizabeth because Queen Elizabeth was raised Protestant, and Catholicism and Protestantism were two very different things, and they led to reforms and a lot of conflict. And imagine being six months old and they put a. They put a very expensive crown on your baby's head. That's scary. Give the you... baby couldn't hold it up. The neck is too weak. Just Their head it. would fall off. That's what they did. Oh, my God. Probably. They need a baby crown. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so it actually wasn't safe for Mary to be raised in Scotland because of um, a lot of different things, but mainly because of assassination attempts from England because she actually had a claim to the English throne. Mm -hmm. So Mary's life was constantly at risk. So she, it was safer, her, safer for her to be raised in France. But she was raised as a French woman, so she wasn't really raised with Scottish values, which was, you know... Why, why did she, um, 
Why does she have a value over the English throne? Well, she um, was a distant cousin of Queen Elizabeth. It's somehow related. I don't... It wasn't clear. I read one source that said great-granddaughter of... Um, what is it? What is his name? Um, King Henry VIII. And then I read that she was um, related to the uncle of someone... I don't know, because King Henry VIII had a lot of children, so somehow she is related and she is she does have a claim to the throne. But after Elizabeth, so after all of King Henry VIII's direct children were, you know, um, considered, she would have been after all of them. Okay, so it says right here that uh, Mary was born uh, at a palace to James, King of Scots V, and his French second wife, Mary of Guise, uh, she was the only legitimate child of James to survive him. Yeah, it's confusing. I can't. And, and she was also the great niece. Great niece, so yeah. Of Henry VIII of England. Yeah, so great niece. So he was her great uncle. Well, her mother was a great niece. Oh, so it's very distant. Kind, It's kind of distant, but it's still related. So if there's any link between her and the English throne, obviously that's a huge deal. So, because England was the most powerful country at the time. So it's a, it's a big deal. But anyway, Queen Elizabeth, or Elizabeth, was actually the successor, obviously. So, um, But throughout her whole later life, Mary was obsessed with the English throne, um, which would lead to her execution. So we'll talk about that later. But anyway, um, big deal. A lot of conflict. You're talking about how she was basically French, didn't have... Yeah, so she was basically... She was raised French. She was raised Catholic, and um, Catholicism was the main religion in France at the time. So she was raised Catholic, and that was also a link between her alliance with France, was the fact that they were Catholic. And if they had a Catholic queen coming in, it would strengthen the, you know, Catholic presence in France. I wonder if she learned Scottish in school. Scottish... Are you joking me right now? I can't. I no, can't. she grew up in France. <laughs> no. So she must John, be predominantly think... French. And she had to learn Scottish when she came back. She had to learn Scottish? Yeah. There's no Scottish language, bub. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> they speak English? What? Yeah, they speak English. Okay, I, okay, I know that. Great. But she, <laughs> anyway, Mary was valued for her quick wit. She was very smart, and she was very rambunctious. So she was pretty much the... Ella. No. <laughs> Don't. Ella. We're not saying that. Okay, okay, Don't sorry. say that. Okay, anyway, she was um, definitely kind of the opposite of Queen Elizabeth, where Elizabeth was the virgin queen, and she was very conservative and never really showed herself to anyone. She didn't have any relationships, so people never saw her in a romantic light. So the opposite of Queen of Queen Elizabeth, yeah. So um, to Mary's romantic life, she was actually supposed to marry King Edward, not King Edward, oh my God, Edward the Sixth, who was um, a child of King Henry. So King Henry, they were supposed to be married, but they weren't. And that rose a lot of conflict, and King Henry was very pissed. And he was like, why is Mary not marrying my son and whatever? And um, they actually cut it off because they realized that it was a smarter move to make an alliance with France than England, which is 
I don't know what went into that. But anyway, it was a smarter move for them to make an alliance with France, so they did instead of England at that time. But yeah, so Mary was 15 at this time. Very young. But then she was married to Francis II of France, and um, at 15, Francis. they were. Uh, he was actually younger than her, I think. Uh, what? Francis was younger uh, than her. So, I think by like two or three years. Um, that is. They were... They were very young. I think he young. was 13. So, maybe like two years, I think he was younger. That's pretty young. Um, but they soon became the queen king and queen of france but not for long because francis died of an ear infection pussy freaking pussy you died from your mary queen of scots her father died from a they fever ruled. any anybody yeah. who mary touches just dies from the most stupid things stupid things i know um <laughs> But they only were able to rule for three years before he died of an ear infection and Mary had to go back to Scotland, which was very risky. But So was Mary not still the Queen of France? No, she wasn't. She didn't have a claim technically without her husband. Oh. Yeah, so the next person in line would be, um, I think his name was Charles. I think Charles was the second su- successor to the French throne, but, but not Mary because she had to go back to France. If she would have married Charles, then... She would have still been queen, but they didn't, so she went back to Scotland because the alliance would have been strong, would not have been as strong, I think, um, if they kept it. So I think that's why she went back to Scotland. Mm-hmm. Anyway, very risky because they were having at the time a Protestant reform in Scotland. So the fact that she would go back as a Catholic queen was very risky because you know her life was more at risk. She was a young queen. She hadn't really had experience ruling Scotland. She had lived in France her whole life, so really her Scottish roots were non-existent. Her Scottish language. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, her Scottish roots were non-existent, and the um, Scottish lords did not like Mary and did not like her, so she was a stranger in her own country, pretty much. Well, yeah, she didn't live there at all. Basically. At all, yeah. And her mother kind of acted as the replacement um, until she, you know, came into power uh, at 15. Well, I actually don't know when she... Well, she came into power at six weeks old, but anyway, her mother at the time was kind of the... Because her father died, so her mother was kind of the advisor or the only really woman in power in Scotland at the time and so until Mary, you know, came back to Scotland, so... Mary had no idea what she was doing, although she went to, she had a ton of schooling in France. She kind of, she was very smart, but she had no idea how to rule Scotland because she just, you know, didn't know. Um, But anyway, so she was single, single and ready to mingle. Mm. um, And she married her cousin. So when you're desperate, I guess you just marry your cousin. When in doubt, cousin is out. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Mary did. (laughs) So anyway, um... Five years after Francis. How close of a cousin, though? Was it first cousin or, like, second cousin? It might have been, like, a distant cousin. I don't I think a distant cousin. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I didn't look into that, but it's, it's a distant cousin. Anyway, she married her cousin five years after Francis, um, Lord Darnley, who gave her her son that would be, become the potential successor of both the English and Scottish throne. So that's how Scotland was absorbed into England, through the son of Lord Darnley and Mary, Queen of Scots. Because so. he had a right to both. Right. To both, yep. And Lord Darnley was actually um, related. That's why he was her cousin, because he was related to the English throne. Mm. 
So yeah, that was who was the successor eventually. Um, but Lord Darnley was a crazy guy. He was said to be a womanizer and alcoholic, best known for the Sif and anger issues. So the Sif, syphilis. Uh, and I think it's an STD, not an STI, but yeah, it makes you crazy. So yeah, and he was crazy because he actually at dinner one evening while Mary was pregnant stabbed her secretary, her Italian sec secretary, 50 times until he died. And Mary never got over it, which would later lead to his death. <laughs> it's sad because it was never proven, but... I remember that because, um, well, I watched the Mary Queen of Scots movie. You can't that. mention that because it is so inaccurate. It is, but in it, they had, like, her best friend was, like, stabbed 50 times... By, but by, like, an entire council of guys from the Scottish... Monarchy. Well, here, it was Lord Darnley, because he was Just crazy. Him. Yeah, because yeah, he slept with a lot of women, and obviously, when you sleep with a lot of people, you get STDs, and he got syphilis, and syphilis makes you crazy, they so... They didn't have those checks back then. No, they didn't. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you got syphilis pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, anyway, um... So after James was born, Darnley was killed in an explosion, which was su suspected to be planned by Mary, um, which makes sense because her crazy husband, you know, you don't want to be married, so you just kill him. Hmm. Yeah, so um, anyway, one of the suspects in his death was Lord Bothwell, that was his name, and um, it was said that Darnley actually survived. So he was said to have died in an explosion, that was what everyone was told, but... Um, they said that supposedly Darnley survived the blast and was strangled by Lord Bothwell because he got away. And he's like, no, you were meant to die. You will die. So he was strangled, um, to kill him off. Um, and anyway, Lord Bothwell, all planned by Mary, of course. Mary, you probably recruited Lord Bothwell and was like, please kill my husband so we can be together. And then he killed him. So, yeah, but then, yeah, they would later be together. So Lord Bothwell and Mary were eventually married. And, but this was bad because this led to her abdication where the Scottish lords were like, uh, hell no, you are crazy. Um, you should not be queen. We are going to force your abdication. So she was forced to leave Scotland. Um, she fled to England, hoping that Queen Elizabeth would embrace her because she was like, oh, we've been writing letters to each other. We're besties. Embrace me. She didn't. She didn't like Queen, um, Queen Elizabeth was very skeptical of Mary because of her hectic romantic life. So she imprisoned her for 20 years. So that's what happens when you're lonely for so long. And someone comes along and they're like, you want to be friends? No, I'm going to imprison you for 20 years. That's what she did. You had three marriages? Freak you. Yeah, so... Well, Elizabeth was very lonely her whole entire reign. She never had a husband. She had very few people that were close to her. So she, it only makes sense that she would want to imprison her only friend. Maybe they had, like, friendly chats in prison. I don't think so. It's said that they never talked and they never saw each other until, I don't think ever. Yeah. So I don't think they ever saw each other. But it's sad because if they did and if they talked, they would have been really strong queens because they were two women in power at a time yeah, when it was thinking. really looked down upon for women to be in power. So they could have been a really strong yeah, duo. Kind of like a, uh, Queen Elizabeth was being a hypocrite because, you know, even though she was a queen in power, she's like, hey, you, you're also a fellow fellow queen in power? Pfft, jail. 
Yeah, but they were taught to be scared of each other because, one, you have Protestant England, and two, Catholic Mary, not Catholic Scotland, because there was a Protestant reform um, right before she went back to Scotland. But anyway, you have Catholic Mary, who was, you know, very, a lot of conflict there. So um, they were taught to kind of fear each other. And also, Elizabeth saw Mary as a threat because Mary could have ascended the throne. How? And um, does didn't uh... if Elizabeth? So Elizabeth was seen as a bastard because of Anne Boleyn. Um, so she was not really supposed to take the throne, but she did. And she always felt kind of undeserving of it because she was seen as a bastard. Her mother, who was beheaded by her husband, and um, you have the fact that you know she was a woman. So. Having Mary, another woman in power of a neighboring country who was of a different religion, which at the time religion and, and, you know, government and politics were very closely related. So the fact that you have those two conflicting things makes for a very tough relationship. So It's a little tough, too. Yeah. If they were to meet, I'm sure they would have been friends. And if they were to meet under different circumstances, I'm sure they would have been friends because they have very – I think they actually have very different – childhoods and the way they were raised because Mary I think was raised mostly in a convent a uh, Catholic convent and Elizabeth was raised in a, in a kingdom so she was raised in a palace so so you, you said that uh, Mary was in prison for 20 years what happened happened after that well we'll get to her execution in a minute but there are some other things I think I want to say okay so um, her husband Lord Bothwell they were married for a very short time before they were, you know, forced apart. Lord Bothwell fled, it said, to Scandinavia, but then he was imprisoned in Denmark. So, um, he was imprisoned for ten years until he died. So Mary lived ten years longer than he did until she died. Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, she lasted four, three of her husbands. Pretty intense. Yeah. So... Um, I guess now it kind of does come to her execution. So Mary was well, what, executed. Well, what happened to the throne then? Because then it was is taken a... over by Scottish lords, and then until Mary's the, son, the, right? the, Scot- the Scottish throne was taken over by Scottish lords. Oh, that was it. Because yeah, because but Mary still had the her next son. successor would have been her son, who was a baby, King James the fifth. So de- oh, the sixth, the sixth. Sorry. So déjà vu. Mm-hmm. Baby, and then. I guess that what have ever happened to him? Do you know? I think he was sent to another country to be raised until he was able to take the throne. Thrones. Thrones. Two thrones. Yeah. So he united the two countries, and he. What are the took ha- the whatever happens then? Do you just get a really big seat, a bigger seat? No. Double the size. You just get two countries. You get a bed. You get a royal bed that you lay in while telling people what to do. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's get to the beheading, the juicy part, literally. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. Go for it. So, Mary was, um, you know, sent to be executed because she was conspiring in killing Elizabeth. Um, because no wonder when you were trapped in a tower, I think it was the Tower of London. Rapunzel? No, but that was like a famous tower where people were kept until they were executed. But anyway, when you're trapped in a tower for 20 years, you kind of go crazy, so you conspire to kill the people that put you there. Right. Um, So that's why she wanted to kill Elizabeth. Mostly so that way she could take the throne, because after Elizabeth, Mary would have been the next one to take the throne. 
So she wanted to kill Elizabeth because she was obsessed with England, but also crazy because she was trapped in a tower for 20 years. Oh, yeah. More intense. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there are many accounts of what that was like for Mary living in prison for 20 years. Well, you could think about it. They didn't have the up-to-date system, so there she was probably, um, you know, treated like bad. I assume. Like really bad. And, you know, it was stone, iron, not probably, they didn't clean it probably. Well, I mean, it was an English prison in a time where, like the 1500s, so you can imagine. Yeah. Sanitary, definitely not. But, but she still didn't die from any of those fevers or ear infections. But she was alone. She had no one next to her. It was all her own shit and herself. That was her. <laughs> That was it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm just saying, she never got the, the cancer. She didn't die from cancer. Oh, my God. Cancer isn't contagious, Sean. I'm just saying she didn't have it. Okay. You're surprised she didn't die from sickness? Is that what you're saying right now? Yeah. Okay. 20 years of being treated like a uh, a poor, poor little rat. Okay. Even though she was a queen. Because you think, you know, like even though she was a queen, she'd have like a, a nice prison. But no. We actually don't know if it was nice or not. Maybe it was like, maybe it was like the nicest prison. And everybody's like, why did you imprison her for 20 years? Oh, but she had a royal queen king bed and she had all these servants or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, well, I think there are some ideas of how she tried to kill Elizabeth. I think one was poison. Mm. And I think she got one of the maids or whoever was kind of serving her to poison one of Elizabeth's drinks. But I think... It might have been taste tested. Yeah, I think that's what, how it was caught. Usually, yeah, usually that's what you have when um, you're a royal and you're suspected. Like usually, what will happen is you'll have a person taste it before you uh, because they didn't have like technology to actually get that stuff. So, so it was like, okay, I'll pay you like ten grand a year if you taste test everything I eat, and if you die, oh well, that's on you. But. <laughs> You know, that's the job. And yeah. but yeah, yeah, she had taste testers. More, more most queens or kings I believe probably did, right? To stay with her. Well yeah. Because she was, was the like, Queen of England. She had to have some type of taste tester. So that people yeah. wanted to kill her all the time. Yeah. Mary tried. <laughs> I think the closest way is like if the maid was taste testing and then put it in after, be like, Okay, yes. Yeah, I think you know, we don't know the details, but that might have happened. There are a few things that might have happened. She might have gotten a maid to try and stab her. Um, it was all, you know, distant because Mary was in prison, so she definitely couldn't kill her herself. Couldn't. So she, she sending, uh, there are only a few methods that she could have chosen for that, which, you know, one was poison, one was probably... Couldn't hire, hire a Navy SEAL. Yeah, it was definitely second-degree murder. Second-degree. So she got someone else to help. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, to her execution. So there, there are actually a few details from her execution, which are interesting. Um, so Mary was executed at age 44. Yeah. Elizabeth did not see her beheaded, but it was said that after the beheading, her son actually preserved her body, and it's now in um, Westminster Abbey. Like literally? I think so, yeah. Preserved her body, and I think she's buried there. Which I want to go see that when I go to London. That'd be so cool. 
Wait, but Westchester any, Abbey? Westminster Abbey. That's where a lot of royals are buried, I think. So, like, you, basically. Oh, my God. Anyway, some details from her execution. So, sadly, her head did not come off with one slice. Uh, Two slices and a little sawing. (laughs) Oh, God. What? Yeah. And uh, she was a relentless bitch at the very end. (laughs) Literally. She's getting a head job. Come on, you can do better. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) So, I'll read a detail that I read. So, holding the detached head up for all to see, the executioner was flabbergasted when Mary's bloody head rolled away, leaving him clutching her red wig. (laughs) As the surrounding spectators retracted in horror, Mary's pet dog appeared from under her dress and began howling for her. According to historians, the Sky Terrier refused to leave her bloody body and died soon after the slaying of of his beloved owner. And that's that it. is the end of Mary, Queen of Scots. She didn't live a very long life. She only lived until she was 44. And she had to start surviving when she was six months old. That's six weeks six old. Six weeks old. That's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Baby to 44. It's like something like years. 40, 44 years of constant looking behind your shoulder. and that sucks. Yeah, so, I mean, she didn't live a long life. Half she was of, a in half of her life when she was alive, she was in jail. Yeah, it's true. So she was in jail at, like, well, she was in jail for 19 years, technically, so she was probably in jail until she was, well, 44. 25. 25, yeah. It's pretty intense. Yeah. And then her son, um, King James, she didn't even get to see him for very long before she was forced to, you know, be in prison in England. Right, because he actually would have been, like, 20 years old when she died. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So after she died, he preserved her body. Now I think in Westminster Abbey is where she is, which I'm like definitely going to go. What do you mean her body? Her body including her head? Or yes, had her body kind of reattached and preserved. What does that mean? Like, is there is she bones or sewed the head back on with stitches and I mean, like stuffer what... and you preserve her in a casket and you bury oh. her. Oh. Yeah, take out, yes, yeah. It's a little much. I know. That's what they did for a lot of royals, though, because she's technically royalty, so... She's technically, yeah. She, she shouldn't be thrown into a field and burnt. Uh, yeah, it'd probably be a little disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Although she didn't do a lot for her kingdom. She didn't have them. You know, back then, also, the amount of threats and amount of, like, boundaries she had to go around because she was first... You know, a queen, a ruler, mm-hmm. and um, you know most of her. And she was also Catholic when in a time that was not so well. And um, at the same time, she, you know, was kind of probably traumatized from looking over her shoulder for many years. So I don't know. And then she, after that, she even got put in jail. And for we don't know what happened between then. She had three husbands, all dead. One of them should probably kill. Um, and then she got killed by another very important uh, queen in power. Um, kind of like a sister, but not really, cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, from a neighboring country. Uh, and after she got in prison, she went a little crazy and tried to uh, murder 
the uh, the person who put her there, aka the, the queen sister bitch now. And then um then she got dead, but not in the greatest way, like no gunshot, which I'm pretty sure they didn't have guns then. They might have. I don't think they did. But um no. Well couple, actually maybe they did. I mean they they can and they know that. Yeah. But I don't know if they had rifles. Yeah. But um anyways, not a nice little uh like you'd be like, Oh, okay, well maybe one chop, maybe that'll do it. But uh no, a couple chops, a little bit of sign, that was it. Mm-hmm. And then e- even worse, the doggo. The doggo. Yeah. I actually don't know where they got that. That was from the Washington Post, so I'm trusting that it's a reliable source, but I don't know where they got that detail. Uh, I I could see it happening, though. Yeah. But um, I'm just saying that's like a pretty tragic tragic story, tragic life. So it's kind of confusing because supposedly they were the two red-haired queens, so Mary, Queen of Scots, red hair, known for her red hair, and, you know, Elizabeth, too, known for her red hair. But um, when she was younger, I think she had brown hair. Because I read some accounts that were like, she was so different from Elizabeth. She had brown hair. Elizabeth had red hair. They're so different. Well, in the... Uh, <laughs> I think they both had the, brown hair. In the show Rain, she did have... Brown hair, yeah. Brown hair. But that was also an actress, and I, I believe that wearing a wig for... Well, the way, okay, I know. <laughs> this is also well, completely inaccurate, so that's not really a big. Completely inaccurate. And I think one of the things that people really criticize are obviously the costumes, because they're not realistic at all. Yeah. Like, there might be some realistic hints in there, but it's not realistic at all. And then um, there was no Sebastian. Like, if you watch it, there's Bash the Bastard of the King. <laughs> of the King. Oh my god, not realistic. Everybody at all. roots for him, though. Come on! Because they had to have some type of love triangle going on. So obviously, you picked two guys. It was so messed. That show is so messed up. So messed up. And they did have, eventually, Lord Darnley and Lord Bodwell make an appearance. And they kind of stuck vaguely to the actual events, but not really. Because... It was a a successful show. Uh, Yeah. We'll be right back after this message. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. Alright, we're back after that message, and uh, we are not sponsored by the door. Anything. Anything. Nothing. We're sponsored by nothing. But anyway, that's kind of the whole story, and I'm sure I could have gone more into detail on certain parts, but I think that's the gist. That's the gist? So I see you have two pages there. I do, and I've gone through both of them. Really? Oh! One was about the Pirage, which... I'm confused. And then... Oh, well, we can talk about how you um, address the noble people, if you like. Oh. So if you have one of these titles, there are special ways that people must address you. Milady. Milady. So, um, obviously, the um, king and queen, or my queen, my king, Majesty. Whatever. Majesty. There's several titles, but, like... Your gloriness. Your... <laughs> your... Oh, my God. Imagine going up to the queen and saying, my gloriness. She would My gloriness, you. they would kill you for that. You guys say oh, your yeah. gloriness. Um, so the dukes are addressed with your grace. Your grace. For both of the duchess and the duke. Oh, you're not your grace and your graces. Yeah, and then the rest of them actually are the Just same. Like the same. No, no, lord and lady. Lord. Lord. Lady. Lord John. <laughs> Ew, it's disgusting. Lady. Lord... 
Abby. Lady Do. <laughs> Lady. <laughs> no. Lady Do, uh-huh. Lord Jew. <laughs> Lord Jew and Lady Do. We need to have Ben on this podcast. <laughs> that would be a fun time. Feature the Ben. I think if we would do that, we would just do um, Peak Curiosity episode, whatever, featuring the Jew. The Jew. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> featuring the Jew. The only Jew we know. We would talk about World War II. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. World War II featuring Jew. <laughs> oh, my God. John, we can't say that. That is so bad. I'm sorry. That was a really that was bad. That was a dark joke. We it was, we have very dark. Okay, jokes. we have we have a friend. I have my, my best friend. His name is Ben. In context, context, me and him both joke about stuff like this all the time. <laughs> so he is a hundred percent fine with it. Right. Secretly not. <laughs> no. <He's- laughs> Gosh, he Abby. is okay. He is. He's he's, he's fine super fun. So no one go in the comments and be like, oh, you guys. Oh my gosh, you, oh my, you guys are like so mean talking about this. We're joking, a hundred percent. Yeah, we are. Anyways, talking about Scottish monarchy. What is it? So what is it like inside the mind of a Scottish person? Do That's they always a really loaded question? Do they think? Uh, do they think about? Drinking? I don't know. What are their stere- Okay, well, if you want to talk about Scottish culture. What are some stereotypes? Stereotypes of Scottish people, they drink a lot. Mm. Um, that you can't... I think this is funny. I actually understand Scottish accents because I watch a lot of really English stuff, so I'm used to it, but people cannot understand Scottish people, and they get so... It's just funny. It's funny to well, Yeah, they speak another language. My favorite band of all time, they are very Scottish. And when I hear them in interviews, I'm like, I can see now <laughs> why people don't understand Scottish people because they talk very fast and the sounds in their accent are very different. Like so, how, uh, and give unfamiliar. Me, give us an uh, example. I cannot speak in a Scottish accent. You can try. It is so hard and I will embarrass myself. I, want I you can't. To try. I actually can't. Like, I would have to listen to something. I can listen to something. Thing and like try and replicate it. I'm not gonna do that now. One second. One second. But anyway, if you're looking at Shrek, for example, as an example of a Scottish accent, <laughs> nothing like a Scottish person in real life. It's the greatest. <laughs> the greatest uh, representation of a Scottish person, Shrek. Shrek, which he's supposed donkey. to have. He's supposed to have a Scottish accent, <laughs> and it's terrible. One second. Oh, our sister's singing. So apparently this is like a heavy Scottish accent. Well, I I watched an interview. Actually, I want to show you. I have this. I have this one. One second, one second, one second. Can we get copyrighted for that? No. We don't have ad revenue, Abby. Hello folks, my name is Matt and I'm here to do a Scottish accent with you in under two no. minutes. Let's get started. No, no, no. you have to actually First have a real life example. He's trying to do it. Which actually turns foot. He's very good at it though. Let me find mine. I think I saved it. So I am going to play... Okay. It was a wintry walk to school in Park Village, but they're a hardy breed in these parts. 
Well, the demolishers we had to go anyway. We hadn't much a choice in the matter, but sure. It's a cold, it's a cold journey to school this morning. Oh, good, you wouldn't belong getting frost, but it's yeah. nice to <laughs> so It's actually, another language. It is. It really is. It sounds like it. But it's funny because I actually um, studied accents for a little bit. So um, in Scotland, there's two very different accents, and they vary depending on the place that you're in. But Glasgow has probably the thickest Scottish accent, and anyone you really meet in Glasgow, you'll be like, what did you just say? I don't even know. Por qué? Por qué? <laughs> Wait, that's not even... It's that's a why. That's why. No, it would just be que. Que? Que? But anyway, we don't even know Spanish. But anyway, um, Edinburgh. Well, well, let's see. What Edinburgh. Is he, now from that... Ex- Wait, yeah, Edinburgh. So Edinburgh is the other really... And they're actually very close to each other, the cities. So... You can actually take a train, and it's about a 45-minute train ride from city to city. So um, Edinburgh, um, which I feel weird saying that because it's it, not spelled like Edinburgh, but, but that's how people say it. So it is. it's Edinburgh. It's just kind of smushed together. But anyway, <laughs> Edinburgh. Edinburgh is the very, it's the most famous Scottish city and really where people go when they want to visit Scotland because they have the Edinburgh Castle, they have um, Victoria Street, they have, and that's also where a lot of the Harry Potter books were kind of written and inspired. Are you going there? And I'm going there in February. What? What? Yes. Okay, now hearing, I'm going to give you a little clip and I want you to do your best impression of this. I'm not saying I'm a pro at understanding, but I can't understand. Okay, ready? Well, the demolishers we had to go anyway. We hadn't much a choice in the matter, but sure. It's a cold, it's a cold journey to school this morning. Oh, good, you wouldn't belong getting frost, but it's nice to look at, but tough to live in. That's not the best example. That's a pretty thick accent, though. (laughs) Let me find... You want to get a frost wet? I can't do that. I suck. Don't even try. I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably going to get sued by the Scottish government for me trying to actually do an accent. Oh. So my favorite band ever, they're actually, they're a Scottish indie band, but I don't, I don't know. I love them a lot. You love them? Yes, with a passion. If they were, if it was either them or me, would who would you say? Oh, them, for sure. 100%. Okay. I want to find an interview. That was fast. That was you didn't even have to think about that. Maybe you already have thought about that. That's kind of mean. You're just okay. Let's straight see. up. Wow. This is the lead singer playing from iPhone. Oh, it's playing playing from my um speaker. Okay, here we go. Then I gave it up, and I thought we were beaten. So it was just nice, you know, having that surprise. I guess as well you can have these uh, delayed celebrations because, you know, we're still waiting to fully get out there in the pubs and everything. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, I think that's been another struggle, you know, for guitar bands all across the country is, you know, being able to... <laughs> <You're gonna> see... <laughs> what? <Okay>. What? <laughs> so that was a perfect example. Yeah, you. it's very hard. Now, from that example, what is your best impression? I can't... <laughs> Just go I can't for it. Even do Five it. seconds. No, I can't. I can't do that. I'm sorry. I'm going to embarrass myself. And I'm going to listen back in like a year and be like, why the hell did I do that? It's going to be so fun though. I'm not going to do it. You got to do it. Uh Uh-uh. You got to do it. No, I don't want to embarrass myself. Like people, the government might be listening in the Scottish government and be like, no, we're going to not come here. But no. But anyway, there's a lot of different accents. So you have the Glaswegian accent, and then you have the Edinburgh accent. Edinburgh. And you know what it, I think that it is? It kind of varies throughout different parts of Scotland, too. Like, the band that I love, they're from West Lothian, which is um, a smaller town. 
closer to Glasgow, so it's, um, you know, influences, but it's very thick. I think I know how they named Edinburgh. So, person, right, one guy was talking to one other guy, they were in a bar, in a pub, mm-hmm. and they were like, hey, what should we call this, this place? We didn't have a name for it yet. One guy's like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm Catholic, so maybe, you know, what would Adam and Eve say in the state of Eden, right? Yeah, but but you can't, we can't copyright that from the Bible. Oh, okay. Well, uh, maybe uh, Eden, hmm? Well, bruh, I don't know about that. That's it right there. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Oh, my God. That's how it works. I don't think that's it at all, but okay. I'm pretty sure they just said bruh to each other, and then... um. Oh, also, that. fun fact for you. Um, Edinburgh Castle, where I'm going to go, and I really want to have more history before I go, but Lord Darnley was killed right outside the castle. Oh, so basically you're going to be inside the chemical, wait, inside the murder scene. Yeah, there's a lot of really spooky stories of, like, people, of deaths. Maybe you'll meet his, uh, his, um, soul. I know, maybe we should do, like, a ghost tour. That'd be cool. We? Am I coming? No, not you. Oh, I'm coming! (laughs) Yes! Me and my mother. (laughs) So, she, you know, luck, 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 I don't know, luck, words? Luckedly? Reluctantly. Uh, took is taking my my mother and our well, mother. Well, that sounds like I didn't want to take her. And yeah, you don't. She was my first choice. Oh, thought I was. And no. Mom was like, "No, you're taking me." And... Well, yeah, I wouldn't have taken you at all. Why? But another I'm topic: the, the drinking companion. age. The drinking age is 18 in the UK. If you and... didn't know, and I will be 18. So yeah. It's gonna kind of suck though, cause I have to come back and. That's probably the best the place, best place to do drinking in Scotland. I really, I'm, I'm gonna try and make some friends before I go, and then. It's kind of ironic. I know. I want to make some friends there before I go, and then hopefully meet them, and then they can. Well, maybe you'll meet your band and have be friends with them, and then. That would be cool. I actually, that would make my dreams come true. Honestly, but it's it's not too unattainable for me because they're a smaller band, and I feel like. It's more likely for me to meet them than, say, the kooks, which is who I'm going to see when I'm there. You can do that with the kooks. Go meet the kooks. Go be friends with the kooks. The kooks are very popular, but I I don't know. Anyway, the reason I'm going to London and what started it, well, first of all, it's a senior trip. But second of all, the two bands, my favorite band that we just talked about and the kooks are playing together. Um, And the kooks have been, it's been a long time since they played live and they're playing their, one of my favorite albums that they did. So that's what's happening when I go. But I want to make some friends before I go, and then we can meet. I can meet them there, and that'd be fun. Make some. F- I don't know how that would work, but I can try. You know, people online. You you can make friends online. You can do things. So. If there's anybody from Scotland listening, you have a uh, an opportunity here. You <laughs> you have an opportunity. To make friends with an American. I'll give the exact location of Abby. If you want want to kill her, you could also do that. You could, but please don't. Yeah, it's not nice. Let's not plan death. She will be drinking, so she probably won't even know. I cannot wait to see what I'm like. Actually, okay. God, this would be so fun, actually. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait to see what I'm like under the influence of alcohol. I feel like... I guarantee you're going to fall off. A lot less anxiety. You know what I guarantee? You're going to be on a stool, and you're going to fall off. Why would I be up on a stool? To drink the bar. Oh my god. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, I'll. Yeah, but I guarantee it. you're gonna try. You're. It's gonna be too tall for you. So when you, you're gonna feel, are gonna be dangling, and you're gonna try. You're gonna be drinking. 
for a while, but you don't want to stand up yet. Mm-hmm. So mom's gonna be like, hey, you know, we gotta go. Okay. Yeah. So you try to stand up and then your legs just collapse and you just fall. Yeah. And then well, everybody in the bar would laugh at you because they're like, <laughs> American whatever. girl. That's a very weird scenario. And but I, I also think that it'll only be after one drink because you can't, you can't. Well, I am young and I haven't, I've never, I have a very, I have no tolerance because I'm, I haven't had any alcohol. So there's been no time for any tolerance to be, to build. So whatever. But anyway, drinking, <laughs> <laughs> drinking culture in the UK is so much different and it's crazy because i'll watch videos of people do 20 rocks. 20 year olds or just like 18 year old vlogs of people just like doing their thing and in the uk it's they drink every day every and drink hard like they don't drink you know in america it's like oh i'm gonna have a glass of wine with dinner actually they not- <laughs> <laughs> in america <laughs> they don't in America, they're like, hey, you want a glass of wine for dinner? Okay, not, Is that how Americans no. talk? Okay, they're like, I'm going to have a glass of wine with dinner. And <laughs> Is that better? Do white people like that drink wine? I want to have like a glass of okay. wine. Okay, and occasionally, maybe like once a week, I'll go out with friends and have a, a the, good time. But this is only like if like... I, you know, am, like, super in the mood. Super, super in the mood. And <laughs> the pub-to-pub ratio of American to British is shocking. It is shocking. If you go on a map, you can actually look this up. You can go on a map and Google British pubs, and you can look at the map, and it is all red. The little pins, all red. Covering the entire country. Yeah. You go to America, and it's barren. It's barren. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are bars in America, well, cause not here, pubs. Because, yeah, because here we buy alcohol bottles and we bring it home and drink. And- yeah, we drink at home. We don't go out to Well, people go out to drink. And if they do, it's actually so different because in the UK you have pubs. People go to pubs to drink. Here you can either get alcohol and bring it to a party, go to a bar if you're weird, or, you know, bring it home and drink, like, well, at home. Usually it's some of the best, because Europeans have been doing alcohol for a very, very long time. So they're good at it. So getting it imported Well, Americans here, have too, but it's just a different We, we, we We've way. done whiskey, which is pretty. What? Okay, I'm not saying the specific alcohol, but I'm saying just, like, the behavior around it. Whiskey? No. Just, oh, my God. The behavior around alcohol in general. What do you mean? Just the way the drinking culture. I love it. You, oh my god! It's very normal for a British person to go from pub to pub and drink as much as they can, and still work, <laughs> and still go to work, and then wake up the next day and do it again. In America, it's like oh, I want to have like America, a, maybe a beer after work, or maybe yeah, America, for an it's more, America. It's more beer, which beer is like no, a lot less alcohol. I, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, it's like 12%. Okay. Sure, something like that. Well, I know that 15. it's, for people in the UK, what they consider normal drinking, we consider alcoholism. <laughs> so. We can, when they're, when we're drunk, they're like just drinking water, basically. Mm-hmm. So, I, you should do pub golf. I don't think you could go past three drinks, but you could try <laughs> I really want to try. Like that's the true British culture. I, I want to see experience. how much drinks you would do until you would black out. I'm predicting. Okay, if I'm predicting black, I don't want to black out. That's scary. 
That's scary. Well, mom will be by you. I, drinking with my mom. Yeah, that sounds so much it fun. It does. <laughs> she'll be. Uh, she'll be your. Um, I really want to make a friend and go drinking with friends. I don't want to. I don't want to go necessarily with my mom. But we anyway, both know you won't make friends. That's so. Rude. <laughs> that's so rude. I'm kidding. I'm gonna try. You'll probably make more more friends there than here. They're probably a lot. Well, I'm pretty sure you're. Well, Maybe they're a lot more social because here in America, people don't want to talk to each other, and it's very much like, <laughs> oh, you're so. Uh, you never know what you're supposed to do. Because for me, I'm like, I just want to go up to you and start a conversation, but it feels weird. Like, I feel like I'm not supposed to be doing that. Americans are very. I'm not like most girls. Yeah. They're uh, very closed but, off and almost like. But. You have to be a part of an exclusive club to be friends. It's not. But with Europeans, they constantly, you know, that cursing is their, uh, their way of talking a lot of the times. Or at least Australians do. Australians do. I don't know where you got that, but okay. I do. Australians. <laughs> well, I um, from what I've known, I, I like I, you like England and Scotland and all that. I'm I like Australia. They're pretty intense because they drink a lot. You're not like lot. most girls, John. They drink a lot, <laughs> but they also are crazy. Okay. They are. You know, I I listen to mostly, and I'm exposing myself now because this is like most what I do with most She listens content. to Taylor Swift. No, no, no. I actually don't like Taylor she, Swift She's at all. totally a T.S. And it's nothing against Taylor Swift as a woman and what she's done in the music industry. Maybe we should do an episode on that. But I yes. don't like Taylor Swift. And it's so weird because with our, with my generation, it's such a cult thing. Like, it's a cult thing. You have these girls and if you say anything, if you say anything in opposition to Taylor's music, you get a whole crowd of girls that are like, what? What did you say? And it's like, uh, I just said I don't like her music. And like, oh, you evil person. You should go to hell. I'm like, oh, my God. I thought it just, you know, it's just nothing personal. Just music. Um, but, yeah, like, that's what it's like. It's kind of like vegans. <laughs> no, I, the thing but is, the not, opposite, all, not vegan. all vegans are, are bad. Like, I know a lot of nice vegans. But people that are, like, <laughs> people that scream... About being a vegan. Every person they talk to, hey, is that vegan? Hey, you know that's bad. Hey, what are you... It's just constant. You it's know? funny. It's just funny to me, this culture around Taylor Swift. Like, I did... I had no idea. I've never been obsessed with her music because I... I, I just don't like pop. I just don't connect with it. I don't connect with pop music. So... For me, I, I like some pop artists. I like some songs. I'm not closed off to it, but I just don't connect with Taylor Swift's music. I don't. She's not a TT. And I guess I can admit, this is like scratching the surface, which we should do an episode on this. Maybe we will, but um, I like, I can see how she's a good storyteller and she's great, created some really pop tunes that have, you know, are very popular, but I, I don't, I don't connect with it. Like I do other music. So I, I don't know. I'm not averse to it, you know, so I don't know. Okay, well... But there are some die-hard Swifties in our generation that... Speaking of die-hard... No. Best Christmas movie ever. Oh, my God. I actually haven't watched that in in its entirety. I haven't. I know. It's bad. Our Our cat is named after Hans. Our name... Our cat's name is Hans, named after... We should actually probably make him Russian. He's cat. German. German? I'm pretty sure he's I'm pretty sure he's German, yeah. Okay. No, Which he's Russian. They're Russian. Hans is such a German name. That is a German name. That is not Hans. Russian. If his name was Vladimir. <laughs> Vlad. Vlad. Is it, it doesn't have a V in it. It's not. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> what is another Russian name? Sputin. Um, Sputin. So we just took two names from one person. Your name is Sputin. You're Russian. It's probably more Russian, yeah. Sputin. Sputin be Putin. <laughs> Sputin is Putin. Oh my god. So if your name is Vladimir or Sputin? Vlad. Wait, so That's does that mean that Vlad, like, Count Vlad? From, <laughs> what is the vampire name? The, Count Dracula? Count Dracula. <laughs> what do you think? It's Count Vlad? <laughs> Count Vlad! Oh, there no. is. I'm pretty sure so. Speaking I, of, Count Dracula, he is royalty. What? Well, he's a oh, count. He's, he's a count. Count. So that's above Viscount. So that's like below. Well, he, didn't, he didn't come. He didn't, you know, he didn't um, stay when it counted. Oh my god. He didn't survive when it counted its ways. Dead or undead. <laughs> I hate that. Okay, anyways. Yeah, he is royalty. Yeah, yeah. Well, he has status. He's not royalty, I guess. Because the only way you can be royalty is if you're related to the throne. Do you think vampires are real? Do I think? Hmm, maybe another podcast episode, but no. I think there are people that are cannibals think, in, in You don't think there's humans. actual vampires that hide? Like, we don't know that they're vampires now because they're not, you know capes and all that. That's like things. aliens. We're talking about aliens. But in the I last think, episode. you know, there's no Count Chocula, but there could be. Oh no. <laughs> Alright, anyways. I really hope vampires aren't real. More for next time. Me and my sister we're gonna watch uh Spider Man this Yes, Thursday. so John is gonna be doing the next episode and it's gonna be on Spider Man. And we're actually watching it before we are gonna record our next episode, like the actual movie, because I, it said on all the posters it was coming out on the 17th, but we're seeing it on the 16th, so they're showing it early, I guess. But um, anyway, we're going to be seeing it on the 16th, and then we'll be recording on the 17th, and then the episode will be up that following Monday. So um, we will. there will be spoiler alerts, I'm assuming. Uh, I will we'll put it in, like, if you don't want it spoiled, don't. Uh, you can't watch, read, listen. If you don't listen to this, but if you have watched it, then listen. Yeah, we'll put spoiler alerts in the title, but some people don't even, they want it to be spoiled. I don't even know. So, but we'll put they that in the title. It. It's their choice. Yeah. <laughs> you choose your fate. Um, so anyway, John's going to be doing um, a history of Spider-Man and then our kind of opinions of the movie. I don't know how much research I'm going to be able to do before I You're probably do this research. entire weekend. No, I'm saying because we also have finals. Oh, yeah, we do have finals coming up next week. So Okay, well, this was Peaked Curiosity. Well, we peak your curiosity in the most colossal way. Um, Abby was talking about the beheading and the history of Mary Queen of Scots. I was talking about accents and languages. We both were. We got a little bit onto Taylor Swift's, and then, you know, we... Some Count Chocula. Some vampires. This, this is a very, you know, hodgepodge episode. I think after we get done with what we our subject is about, we kind of rant for a little bit, Well, it's fine, because it fills the time. And also, we want this to be, like, a discussion podcast. And also, I like learning about new things, so... I don't know. It's like a chill podcast where you can just learn about stuff and yeah. stuff and stuff. Uh, we hope you you enjoyed this, this. Tune in next week for Spooderman. 
And we will see you all on the flip side. Keep your curiosity peaked. Oh, God. Bye. <laughs> stop it. Oh, that was so dumb. Wait, I did stop it. What are you talking about? Oh, wait. Still.